Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I am Frank Morano. I am a self-admitted, self-confessed procrastinator. I put the pro in procrastinator. In fact, I long ago gave up my amateur procrastinator status uh, and was willing to give up the opportunity to one day compete in the Olympics because I view the ability and my ability to put things off as better than almost any. But I have to tell you, it's always been something that I felt bad about. And I'll be honest, almost everybody in my life my coworkers, my friends, my wife, my parents when I was a younger person, they've always made me feel bad about it. And honestly, with good reason. When I was in school, didn't matter whether it was in third grade or in graduate school, and the end of the marking period would come around and uh, I would go to my teacher, my professor, and say, hey, I didn't do any of the homeworks this entire marking period. Is there any chance you'll still accept any or all of them right now? Immediately, I'm smacked in the face with a dose of reality when they ask the question, why didn't you just do it at the time that it was assigned? It was also a difficult question come report card time to explain that one to my parents. Well, all of that changed for me a couple of months ago. Some of you might remember this. I talked about this incredible article that I read in Business Week, The Procrastinator's paradox. What if delaying your work is part of the process? Now, ever since I learned what procrastination was, it was probably about 30 years ago in this Garfield cartoon. It was the segment where they have the characters at the barn. Haven't you ever tried procrastination? You can't talk about that on a cartoon show. Procrastination means putting things off until later. Uh, I knew that. Later is the perfect time to do anything. Really? Wade, meanwhile, was attempting to assemble the alarm. Insert blue wire curl K into battery housing 7D. Tap lightly with a green-handled crescent wrench borrowed from a plumber named Al. My, but they're specific. Orson, why do we have to build a new wolf alarm? Why can't we just make do with the old wolf alarm? We don't have an old wolf alarm. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. It's where I run around all the time and I go, Wolf! Wolf! Oh, help! Wolf! Well, you're saying I should learn to procrastinate. Do things later. That's right. Later. The perfect time to do anything. By now. Later. Yeah, he's right. That is the perfect time to do anything. Uh, this thing I was supposed to build, I'll build it later. That means I have time now to do my chores, taking out the trash cans. Wait a minute. I can do this later, too. 
Now all I have to do is weed the garden and I can... Oh, no momento. I can do this later, too. Oh, I'm going to have so much free time. Roy was positively in love with procrastination. So much so that he decided to spread his new discovery. Help! Help, wolf! There's a wolf in the barnyard or somewhere near! See, I'm much louder than an alarm, more dependable, and I don't require six AAA batteries. Just get the alarm built, Wade. Okay, okay, we'll try it the high-tech way. Assemble out of flange K stroke 11 while watching Andy Griffith show rerun. You don't have to do that now, Wade. Have you ever heard of procrastination? Oh, you can't talk like that on a cartoon show. And then they got Bo to join them. Hey, like, uh, I got a lot of chores to do, man. Do them later. Later. Perfect time to do anything. Hey, like a four-star idea, dude. They went all over the farm convincing everyone to do everything later. Soon there were so many of them, they decided to form a club. Why didn't you put the sign out? I'll put it out tomorrow. Oh, you're a good member. I've said, okay, that's me. This applies to me. And I devoured this article. Surprisingly, when I brought this up on the radio with you, a lot of you said that you were pretty persuaded by it as well. I am thrilled. Uh, to be joined by the author of this article, who is a really terrific writer. And I'm grateful for this article, if for no other reason than it has introduced me to a whole new world of her writing. She's, in fact, an award-winning writer, editor, and creative executive whose work has appeared in many publications, including The Washington Post, The New York Times, and The New Yorker. Very pleased to welcome to the program Anna Holmes. Anna, uh, hope you had a great Halloween. I know you're a mom. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, I'm not a mom. Oh, you're <laughs> I'm a not. mom of cats. No, no, I don't have. I don't have any children. Oh, yeah. well, sometimes even being a mom of cats can be. Uh, yeah, can I'm be a mom harrowing. Of two, two black cats, so they're very Halloween. Right. Well, that's their holiday. I have. Uh, I have one black cat, and uh, forget about <laughs> it. She goes all out when it comes to uh, when it comes to Halloween. Yeah. Uh, Anna, a lot that I want to ask you about. Tell me about this particular article and how it came to be. What sparked your interest in procrastination? Um, I wanted to write an article about procrastination as a way of procrastinating working on my book. Mm. I was, I was finding lots of ways to procrastinate working on a book that I, um, that I have due next year. And a lot of those ways were, you know, doing, I work from home. So doing laundry, cleaning a little bit, running errands, things I would normally have to do anyway, but I don't have to do them in the, in the middle of the day. Um, so I thought, wouldn't it be funny to write a piece about procrastination as a way of procrastinating doing my book. And that's how it came about. I, I pitched it to an editor at, uh, at, at Bloomberg Business Week, and, you know, we discussed what it might be, and, and, and now you have it. There you have it. Were you always a procrastinator, or was it just the work on this particular book that has led you to Procrastination Club? I think it, I think it depends. I think it goes... Um, it goes in and out in my life, whether or not I'm procrastinating. I think that uh, when deadlines are more nebulous, as is the case with the book, um, I'm, I'm more likely to procrastinate. You know, if, if, if you tell me that I need something done in the next two hours and it, it gets done, I don't procrastinate around that sort of thing. But if you say, oh, it's due in two years, mm. that just feels so like the, it, it, it feels, <laughs> yeah, it, it's hard to grasp. Um, and, you know, the other thing I'd say is that I tend to procrastinate when I am afraid of um, a potential outcome. So I'm trying to put off 
an outcome that I'm worried about, you know, worried will happen. And in this case, I think the outcome I'm afraid of is that the book won't be good. So by procrastinating, it's, it, I don't know that I'd say it's self-sabotage because I will get the book done and it will be turned in. Um, it's just, um, <laughs> I think it's just a way of expressing uh, a kind of deep-seated fear um, and it, I, acknowledging that for what it is, is, is I think part of getting past the procrastination stage. The uh, one of the, I really so enjoyed your, your piece and I could tell how thoroughly you researched it and how much work went into researching yeah. uh, procrastination and reading about procrastination. So uh, give us the, the kind of the long view is procrastination always bad. No, I don't. I don't think that it's always bad. Because I think what what's oftentimes happening is that a, a proc- the procrastinator is actually doing some work in the background in their head. You know, whether that's subconsciously or not. That there is that. Well, let me put it this way: if procrastination is being accompanied by confusion or or an inability to solve a problem, I think that a lot of times that just gives the procrastinator you know, that much more. Um, um, headspace to try and solve those problems. But from what I understand, and I'm not an expert on procrastination, despite the fact that I wrote a piece, mm. is, is that it really is um, representative of a, or it is a form of perfectionism, you know, that, that if you, if the procrastinator feels like he or she can't get something right the first time, then, then maybe it's not worth trying at all. And so it becomes this kind of dialogue in, in one's head of, of um, I can't do it. Yes, I can. I can't do it. Yes, I can. And then you, you find yourself somewhat paralyzed. And I think that paralysis is also a, um, a, a kind of symptom of procrastination. For me, at least, procrastinating is not always a decision that I make. Right? It's not something I think, oh, I'm going to procrastinate today. Um, sometimes it is a, a feeling that comes over me and an inability to do a task um, at a particular moment that I need to do it. Again, it could be, um, for example, today, I didn't work on my book very much. I, I was doing other things, and you could argue that I was procrastinating working on the book by doing the other things. I wasn't watching television or twiddling my thumbs, but um, it's, it's, I can see how some experts would, would describe that as a form of, as a form of perfectionism. <laughs> Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. So you quote some experts in this book, and clearly you did a, a lot of research in people that have written on this subject. And there seems to be a little bit of uncertainty about whether procrastination is about time management or mm-hmm. something else, maybe maybe yeah. emotional. What would t- a procrastination be about if it's not about time management? What do the experts say? Well, I don't, I don't think that those things are in conflict with one another. I mm. would say, and I'm, and, and, and I'm, again, I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to say, to talk about what experts say, because there's no one expert about mm. procrastination. Like a lot of these, a lot of these books that I was going, reading and experts I was talking to were more experts about um, the workplace, right? And, and, and yeah, time management, for example, but let's, 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 let's put it this way. What I believe uh, and, and what I, conclusion I've come to after having written and researched that piece is that procrastination is an emotional thing, that it is motivated by fear, and that the inability to manage one's time is an is a outgrowth of that. Um, so I'm not sure if I'm making sense, but I think that time management is part of procrastination, but I blame the emotional more than I blame the then, then, then I blame the executive function. If that makes sense. Oh no, no, no. I, that makes uh, makes perfect sense to me. So when you kind of headline the headline of your piece asks, or the subheadline asks the question, "What if delaying your work is part of the process? How do mm-hmm. you know if I'm supposed to be <laughs> getting down to work on uh, planning out a radio show, or, or writing an essay, or writing a memo, or or whatever? How do I know if the fact that I'm putting that off?" is just a reflection, is me not wanting to do it or mm-hmm. if it's part of the process or how do I know if it's part of the process or not? That's a great question that I don't have an answer for. <laughs> I don't have an answer for that. I can tell you the ways in which I interpret that um, in my own life, which is to say, if I feel a kind of overwhelming sense of self-loathing about the procrastination um, versus it, it, it suggests to me that it's, far more deeply rooted and probably and, and, and possibly I, I I'm not getting any benefit from the putting off of something. I guess maybe I, I should try and put this a different way. Um, there are times when I'm aware that I'm procrastinating and, and I'm also aware of the fact that it is actually helping me in some way that I am, that, that, that my mind is working in the background trying to solve a problem. And so, uh, you know, that's where taking a walk might help. Um, you know, sitting, sitting in a quiet room with your phone and, in the in the other room, you know, just having time to hear your own internal voice. Um, so there are times I think, and I can only speak for myself, that that yes, the procrastination you're aware of it as it's happening, that it actually might serve a, a larger function. I think that when you get to the point where you're beating up on yourself, I'm not sure that the procrastination is doing anything but creating a vicious circle. And the question is, how do you get out of? How do you, you know, remove yourself from that vicious circle? And I think the answer is 
you just have to stop procrastinating. <laughs> Talking with Anna Holmes, uh, you could check out uh, some of her writing at her website, AnnaHolmes.com. There's uh, some terrific t- uh, stuff on a wide variety of subjects. Anna, in terms of uh, procrastination, after you wrote your piece and you mm-hmm. found out that it wasn't solely, you know, uh, an evil thing that you were you were being being a part of all the time, or at least with respect to your book, did you feel less bad? When it came to procrastinating about writing your book, or do you feel as guilty as you might have felt before <laughs> you wrote this? I feel I feel slightly less bad. Uh, and the thing I have to remember, and I I knew this going into writing the piece. I mean, I knew it in some part of my head, and I had conveniently forgotten it on, on purpose or otherwise. Uh, as a writer, I can only speak as a writer because I don't I haven't done other things in my life um, professionally really. Uh, writers procrast are known for procrastinating a lot. And, and a lot of writers will say that the procrastination is part of their process. So I think that after I, during and after I wrote the piece, I was reminded of this fact, at least with regards to people who write professionally and, you know, make their living at it, that it's kind of, it's, it's, it's a joke among writers in the same way that it's a joke among writers that we all hate it, that we all hate writing, you know? Um, I, I, and and the writing is difficult, and 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 disliking it in the moment is is definitely something that's shared by a lot of people, and may explain why we procrastinate. But I felt, I felt like I was, I felt more, um, I felt re- more ready to confront my own tendency to procrastination after having written that piece because of the, because of the knowledge. Um, and the insight given to me by a lot of the uh, experts I spoke to around the fact that procrastination really is an emotional thing. When you look at it that way, um, it's it, at least when I look at it that way, it feels like something that's within my control, um, which maybe sounds weird because if you believe it's a, it's a question of time management, well, then the solution is just to manage your time better. Right. Uh, but, but I really do think that those things that one stems from the other and, um, and if you think about procrastination as being an expression of some sort of fear or an expression of perfectionism, and then the fear that comes along with always wanting to be perfect, you can give yourself a little bit of a break. You can you know, offer yourself some, some compassion um, because, well, I'm, not, I'm trying to think how to put this. What would you say to a friend who is in the same position? You would give them some compassion. So you have to kind of give yourself the same compassion. And by doing that, I think maybe you break the cycle. Um, you are able to, you know, maybe sit down and work for 10 minutes as opposed to zero minutes. Um, or, 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 yeah, I'm not sure if I'm making sense. Anyway, I'm kind of talking in circles. But I do think there's an emotional component. And I think that, like, by confronting that emotional component, it can make the jettisoning, jettisoning, jettisoning of the procrastination a little bit easier. Now, your book is due in less than eight months. Do you care uh-huh. to give anybody a, a preview of what they can expect eight months from now? You want to tell anybody what you're working on? Uh, that's another thing that writers do. They don't <laughs> like talking about what they work on because <laughs> they're afraid that they're going to jinx it, which is which is a legitimate fear, I think. Um, I think that that's actually related to the idea that um, if you talk about it outwardly, then you're you're – ruining the material like you that the, the material needs to go straight from your brain to into the keyboard into the computer rather than verbal verbally um and i understand 
and kind of innately and intuitively understand that point of view. So I tend not to talk about bu- my book. Understandable. But it's a nonfiction. It's a nonfiction book, and it's about women. So that's what I can say. Oh boy! Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm in, I'm intrigued already. When I first read your piece and talked about it on air. I used it as an opportunity to ask callers for their favorite procrastination mm-hmm. techniques. Now, mm-hmm. easily my favorite procrastination technique is to make a lengthy, lengthy to-do list. I spend an enormous amount of time making a list of huh. every, everything that I'm going to accomplish that day or that weekend. Yeah. And then knowing that I'm now spending too much time on it, I put some easier items on on there and elongate yeah. the process of writing out that to-do list even more. And then, uh-huh. of course, I will go and do the easy items first just so I can cross them out, leaving the more difficult items undone. And it's a, a cycle that I get in on almost a, a daily basis. What do you find is your favorite, other than this article, other than some of the other things that you mentioned, like laundry, what is your favorite procrastination technique? Hmm, that's a great question. I mean, besides what I already mentioned to you, um, well, I'll just say very broadly, and I hope I'm not repeating myself, errands and things around the house. So that's number one. Um, walking, which I see as a, like taking a walk in the park, which I see as a procrastination tool, but by tool, I mean it's something that I use in order to procrastinate, but something that I also use during the procrastination to try and get me out of that headspace. I know that sounds very circular. Um, I also make lists. And the thing is, I think, I think there's nothing wrong with making lists of things that are difficult and, you know, are, are, are going to be heavier lists and then easy things. In fact, I think that for me personally, when I make a list of the kind of the easy and the more difficult things that I need to accomplish that day or that week, when I cross off the easier things, I have a sense of accomplishment and pride that makes it I don't know if it's easier. Yeah, maybe makes it a little bit easier to, t- to tackle the, the heavier lift items on that list. It just feels good to like check something off, right? Um, because it gives you a sense of like forward momentum. Even if the thing you're checking off is <laughs> washing the dishes or, you know, uh, taking the pet, your pet to the vet, um, uh, and, and, which, you know, can, they're not always minor things, but uh, compared to finish my book, they seem they seem to pale in comparison. I, I totally get it, and uh, Anna, I think you have done a real public service to procrastinators everywhere. Thank you, <laughs> and uh, good luck with the book. Whenever it's done, whatever Thank it's you. about, I look forward to chatting with you about it. Okay, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. My guest has been mm-hmm. Anna Holmes. If you want to comment on any portion of our conversation, you can give me a call at 800-848-9222. That's 800-848-9222. And if you want to check out any of Anna's other writing, you can go to her website, AnnaHolmes.com. This is The Other Side of Midnight. Straight ahead.